0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Consulting with Authority. This is your host, Scott Cantrell, joined by another fantastic guest. Uh, Mitchell Levy is joining me. He is a global credibility expert, someone that I've had uh, had an extensive conversation with just a couple of weeks ago, and I'm excited to have this conversation today and many more afterwards. Mitchell is someone that helps businesses that feel invisible. So if you want to have more visibility and establish a higher level of authority and credibility in your marketplace so people are more attracted to you then this is an interview you need to listen to and mitchell is a guy you need to know mitchell thank you so much for carving out some time on the uh on the podcast today really really excited to talk with you
1: oh it's great to be here scott thanks for having me
0: absolutely absolutely so let's dive in um Tell us a little about how you got to where you are. You have built this. You're starting to build this credibility empire, Mitchell. Uh, credibility Nation. You're doing some fantastic things with other consultants. But how did you get to where you are? What what led you uh, down this path, and um, and what brought you to this world of of credibility consulting?
1: So I will absolutely get there, and 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 I'll answer your question. But I want to just for those that are listening, you know, it's we're not a A quote unquote visibility firm or authority firm or someone who does dubious methods and activities to get your brand out there so you could have lots of followers. And that's not we what we focus on. Mm -hmm. So specifically, the the area that's important is for you to be known by those people who need to see you and you need to play in a playground that that they 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 know, like and trust you in a way that not only uh, for your clients, do they like you, but for your referral partners, just they they so easily understand why it is that they need to uh, they need to hire you. That's great. Right, so let's go back to uh, to your questions. How did I get here? I'm going to throw off uh, a bunch of things that I've done and then tell you where I am at the moment. And we'll do it super quick. So I've been in Silicon Valley for 35 years. I've started 20 companies. Um, I have on the board of an asset firm for nine years. I've created four executive business programs at Silicon Valley Universities. Four CEO networking groups that that have have uh, uh, did that for a decade. Um, I've actually been running a publishing company since 2005, and we've published over 750 books. Uh, personally, I've written uh, 65. This is my uh, this is my 65th book, and this is Maybe. what got me to where I am now was in at the end of 2017 i did my first tedx and and the benefit of doing uh, that style of talk is that it really isn't an idea worth sharing but well, when you're thinking about the idea we're sharing not not the idea that you want to share and sell but the idea that the, that the world will be better off it makes you think about who you are and what you do and i realized as a publishing company between 2005 and 2017, I had run the end of what I wanted to do and I wanted to change the business model. Mm-hmm. Right. So as a consultant, you always have to think about who do you serve? And by definition, guess who's changing you and everyone else. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: so i <I've laughs> a moving target, trying to hit a moving target. Right.
1: Exactly. And then my audience At the time I first started publishing in 2005, it was focused on the democratization of book publishing. By 2017, it really was democratized so the people who I was serving, those that would write their books, Mm -hmm. had the wrong impression in terms of what we would do and how we would work with them, what I wanted to work with. So I changed the audience of who I wanted to focus on. So first, as a consultant, what you need to be able to do is articulate in 10 words or less who you serve. So um, as, as you mentioned, uh, right now, the areas the we serve businesses that feel invisible, as a publisher, it was busy, successful professionals wanting more credibility with a book and not having time. Mm-hmm. So what we do now, Scott, it's four to six months from the time we start working with somebody, we've made them an Amazon best-selling author, and they spent five to 10 hours. It is literally the easy button. That's great. So what happened is uh, 2018, did the TED Talk at the end of 2017. 2018, I built a writing school, picked up 10 clients. 2019, I went and went to a friend's location to get branded. And change, ultimately, it was a two-day off-site and ended up coming up with a brand, Global Credibility Expert. Two months later, I had a Napoleon Hill moment. Kind of woke up and thought, hey, Napoleon Hill. 500 millionaires think it grow, which if Mitchell Levy interviewed 500 thought leaders on boy, I'd have a book, by the way, getting a PhD in the school of hard knocks by interviewing 500 people on a focused topic is one way to be able to, to, to wear that brand. And mm-hmm. I did that. Yeah. Scott, I kind of got a whole lot more than a book. What I realized is some, to me, always shocking numbers. So let me let me share some of the results, and then mm-hmm. and this will and, and as this was coming in, I started transforming who I was. And so, if you're thinking about yourself as a as a consultant, if you're looking at an industry where you play, what's changing, and how can you focus on it? So, as I'm interviewing uh, the 500, it's now 611. As soon as actually, as soon as you and I are done, oh. I've got my six, six later on in the day. So, first, two percent of people have no integrity. That mm-hmm. means they scheduled the interview. They didn't. Sh- they didn't show up and didn't say why before or after. Mm-hmm. Now, Scott. Oftentimes, when I'm talking with somebody, they'll look at me and they go, "Oh, Mitchell, that th- those are good numbers, or those are better than I experienced." Mm-hmm. And let me just respond: No, those are good numbers. The number should be zero. Yeah. Right. Right. Period. Sure, yeah. Right. All right. What's interesting is I define coming late. So I was doing a live show. I define coming late as coming within three minutes. Mm -hmm. 23% of 500 people came after the three minute mark. Wow. Now let's make it worse. 4% came after the hour. So imagine this, you're being interviewed by the global credibility expert on your credibility. You think it's credible to come after the hour for a live show. Yeah. Wow. Like, huh? Like that's a duh. Okay. Yeah. Now there's two others I want to share. And then I'll tell you how I, that'll then I'll wrap it up and be open for the next question. Right. So, what happened is in the green room, when I get to interact with somebody, I would really get to, to know, like, and trust someone really well. And I get to understand who they are. And we would, we would be able to articulate, in 10 words or less, their, their focus. And then I would go and take a look to see how they show up in their LinkedIn profile, how they show up on their website, how they show up in social media. And and so, in essence, when I talked to them synchronously, I, I understood who they are. When I then got to review who they were asynchronously when they're not in the room, 80% of the people had horrible profiles. Now, horrible means it may look pretty, but I couldn't see who they were. Mm-hmm. So, they were invisible, uh, hence my audience, right? And then here's the last thing, Scott. 98%. This number is also shocking to me. 98% of those people I interviewed could not articulate who they served and the pain point they served in 10 words or less. 98%. That's amazing. So we'll take it a step further. If 98% of people cannot articulate who they serve in their pain point and they're not doing what they <laughs> love, they cannot articulate their purpose. That potentially means that 98% of people are born, they live their lives and they die without ever being able to fully articulate their purpose.
0: So not thought about it that way. That, that that does put some gravity to it when so, you say it that way.
1: Yeah. So you're a consultant. Yeah. Let's hope you love what you do. Right. If you don't love what you do, change the direction of what you're consulting in. So you're doing what you love. Okay. So sure. now you're a consultant, you love what you do. How many recommendations do you get? Do people see you? Can they do you do you actually have people going, oh, you need to talk to, to Scott because he's done a great job. I'm talking generically, Scott, but I'm sure listening. of course. And how can you do this? The concept I came up with was this concept of having a CPOP, a customer point of pain. So when you introduce me, Scott, what you did is you introduced me as, hey, the, the, what you had mentioned was the types of companies I work with. Typically, the way I'll say it is the companies that are attracted to me, mm-hmm. and I'll do a pregnant pause. So I'll do about a, mi- a second pause. Companies that are attracted to me, businesses, that feel invisible. And then, so, so if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, sorry, podcast, if you're listening to this, <laughs> just, you know, Scott and I are looking at each other so we could we could cue off each other. It's it's so much better when you're doing a podcast when you yeah. can see somebody, right? So if you're listening to this, what happens is you're going to get three responses if you're actually talking to somebody and you're seeing their face. Mm-hmm. So one response is they're they're actually thinking to themselves, wait, I have somebody in my network I need to introduce you to. Second response is, oh, I may be that person. Third response, they have no interest. Mm -hmm. right? So what's interesting in either of the first two responses, if you say something that's four words long, businesses that feel invisible, they have to say, tell me more. right? They have to. Otherwise, you can't recommend somebody if they're interested. So think about it in a different way. Think about the fact that you in four words, you've been able to establish the playground you play in. Now, notice I don't say I help or we serve,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Because if I said that, there are some people who go, wait, he, they're trying to sell me something. Let me not listen Mm-mm. to the next 30 seconds, right? So okay. it's you're basically playing, creating the playground. You know, and, and the way you do it is you often say, Hey, I, I met this guy, Mitchell Levi has this concept called a CPOP. My CPOP is. And then you say businesses that feel invisible or somebody says what you do and you didn't want to do that approach. That's when I said the types of clients that are typically attracted to me and then space, right? So you're creating a playground. And then when they say, tell me more, now they're ready for your value proposition.
0: Understood. Yeah.
1: Right? And, and I just want to, I want to close the loop on what I said. So if somebody says, tell me more, and this is regarding businesses that feel invisible. So it depends on who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, what I might say in today's world, because there's all these experts who are trying to tell you to go on Clubhouse or, right. or, or TikTok or Facebook or LinkedIn, I, I, I might actually, if I know the person based on what they're doing, if I know their client base is on LinkedIn and they go, yeah, I, I, have, a, I have a good LinkedIn profile, or or they won't say this publicly, I have a crappy LinkedIn profile. By the way, 90%, 99% of LinkedIn profiles are not great right? So I have a crappy LinkedIn profile, but I don't have anything on Facebook. I need to fix it. I might say, why? So a lot of reasons people are invisible is you're trying to go after an audience that doesn't actually have your clients in them. Mm -hmm. Right? If you're doing B2B, you don't need to be for most cases, you don't need to be outside of LinkedIn. I have a friend who his B2B is on Instagram because that's where his clients hang out. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's another one. If 98% of those people I spoke with cannot articulate their purpose, even those thought leaders that are well-known are still invisible.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. hey, listen, find who you are, find what you love doing, and make sure other people can articulate that for you because they've gotten a chance to know, like, and trust you, or better yet, know, love, and trust you.
0: Mm. Um that's really great. And, and of course, I think uh, the key takeaway f- for me in, in real time here, Mitchell, and we we touched on this in our last conversation, but I think it just hit me this time. I have the notes from last time, but I'm actually absorbing it this time around this idea of the CPOP, the customer point of pain. And it's what you just said. The prospect is not ready for the value proposition yet. And if you try to go to value proposition too quickly, then their defenses immediately come up, and they're resistant to this idea of this sounds like a sales message. I'm not interested in being sold, so I turn off. Even though they may have interest in whatever the service or solution is, our our gut check is to just shut down. And so, what you're saying is a CPOP and articulating a CPOP in as concise a way as possible. Four words, for instance. All of a sudden that is not resistant to this gut check issue because we're not we're not saying i help or i sell or i serve or we provide solutions that right we're not doing any of those preliminary things that cause those defenses to go up initially um and i didn't you probably said it last time, I just didn't pick up on it, so I've started really big on all my notes because I think that if we could stop now, we're not going to, Mitchell, but <laughs> we could stop the interview now, and I think that's worth that's worth the, the price of admission here. Let's talk about I want to go a little deeper if we can, in terms of taking of, of crafting and creating a CPOP. Because it sounds like one of those things that's super easy. And in your world, right, because you've done it so many times for probably so many clients, it probably is second nature to you. But for those of us who haven't really thought about it in that way, right, we have thought about, oh, I work with such and so to help them achieve blah, blah, blah. Right. And, and that has a place, but that's not what a CPOP is. So help uh, maybe give a couple of pointers or tips on how someone can start to craft a very short, a very concise, but but very clear a pop statement.
1: Sure, and, and hey, Scott. Since you and I have spoken in the past, we uh, we can also focus on yours if you want.
0: Uh, yeah, we can. Put, sure, we can put me on the spot. I'm happy to do that. Yeah.
1: Well, what's nice about that is you know it's is as you grow, as you learn, your audience gets to, gets to grow and learn with you, right? Yeah. So, you know the the first thing I'd say is it it's really two components, mm-hmm. you know, and if you if you want to learn about, I'll just say this ahead of time. Uh, we do have a 30 minute course that gets bundled into credibility nation on developing your CPOP. If you want to see a dictionary definition of it, it's at Mitchell CPOP, C P O P. Right. Great. And it it's comprised of two components who you serve. And then what, what pain point now in this case, it could be a pain point, it could be an aspiration point. It just depends. So it's okay. it's either a pain point or an aspiration point. It I call it a CPOP customer in pain. It's where I started. Could be customer pointed pleasure, could be credibility proposition. But in essence, it's it's that audience you serve and and the pain point you address. Mm-hmm. And so we'll and and we'll just do this live with you and and sure you know, absolutely the, well because you and I have had a talk before so you're exposed to the concepts yeah and when you reread the notes now with that in mind you're like oh I get it sure so typically Scott who do you serve what is the what is the client base you typically uh, end up working with independent consultants okay got it
0: mm-hmm. actually yeah. I mean be more specific independent business consultants so these aren't personal trainers or you know, those kinds of people. So we could just say business consultants.
1: I was going to say, I was going to, I, it, having a word is better. A lot of times people go speakers, speakers, authors, authors, coaches, right, 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 leaders, yeah. like those, those are 10 words. Like it yeah. doesn't mean anything. So, so we could
0: use the word consultants or experts.
1: Yeah. Leaders. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's see what the, the other part is and okay. then we'll, we'll come up with something that makes sense. And then, and what is that pain point? What is it that you that you address for them? Yep. Without trying to keep the words concise,
0: yeah. um, uh, the the key pain point is they're struggling to grow. They want to grow faster. They they're they they do not have enough prospects or opportunities, or their sales process is broken. Ultimately, they want to grow. They're, they're struggling with growing their firm.
1: And so I'm going to ask you if you don't mind. Sure. I'm gonna. So when I do, how this came about is I have um, the interview has five questions. Okay. And it's just magically, questions two and three add a whole lot of value to the CPOP. Okay. So what I'm gonna say. So first question, what's your CPOP? The second question is. It's really more what's your value proposition, but let's assume we know what your CPOP is and I'm going to say, tell me more. How do you solve that? So tell me, what do you do to solve that for a, uh, for a client?
0: Yep. I help them create uh, systematic prospecting and sales processes so that they can attract the right kinds of prospects and turn them into high value clients.
1: Nice. And so I typically, that means you work one-on-one with them to make that happen.
0: Yes. Almost exclusively one-on-one in terms of most of my work. That's right.
1: Cool. And so what, um, the third question, uh, you'll get this immediately. What gives you credibility to do what you do? Um, Yeah. Well, I I probably should be more specific with
0: this in terms of as I'm thinking about my material and my online presence, which you and I have already had a conversation about. Um, But uh, 20 years in the field, 20 years of doing the work. And uh, figuring out after twenty years the, all the things that do not work.
1: <laughs> okay, it's a it that's a good start, but tell me more.
0: Sure. So um, yeah, so I've worked with consultants for the last ten years to help them grow their businesses online and off, helping them get access to the right types of prospects. So my successes is, is I think, what gives me
1: credibility. Great. How many people have you worked with?
0: Um. Probably well over a thousand.
1: Yeah. See, so what's interesting, one of the things that came out of the research mm-hmm. is the PhD in the school of hard knocks outweighs the PhD from a academic institution.
0: Yeah. Well, and right. it's, so, what, what's funny is I have a marketing degree, but I didn't, it, I didn't even say it out loud. Did I?
1: I don't think it's relevant. Exactly. No, I know, but that's
0: the point. To, yes. to, just yes, to affirm your exactly. point. Yeah.
1: So, you know, Hey, um, What's your, we could, if we were doing the interview, we can go into more detail, but essentially it's, you know, i worked with over, over a thousand consultants to help them structure the type of systems approach to make things happen. What In cases like yours, what I often find is there may be a proprietary method that you have that you right. use, yep. you know, and in which case you might have incorporated that in your answer to question two that understood, tell me more. Yeah. You know, it's and give me a let's look at 80 percent of your clients. Mm -hmm. Is there a character? Are they newbies or are they are they sub 100,000 or are they over 100,000?
0: No, they're over 100,000, but they are they've plateaued either, either, Uh, either they've started to decline because of whatever reason. Right. Some external issue or internal issue or both. And they're they're starting to slip. Or they've plateaued, right? And they're ready to go to the next level. So, most of my clients from a revenue standpoint are somewhere between $300,000 and $5 million of revenue.
1: As, as a rule, there are exceptions, of course, but. Got it. Well, so what's interesting, if you re listen to this or watch this, mm-hmm. When you start asking questions, all of a sudden you're going to say something. And I know, I now know the playground you play in. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you this is, and actually, I don't know how to spell plateaued.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's all good.
1: So I'm going to, I put it in chat for you. It's business consultants whose sales have plateaued.
0: Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah.
1: Right. Now that we could play around with that and you're going to modify it over time. It turns out that because you're, you're between, 300 500,000 in terms of where they sit. Business consultant sounds better. Right, right. If you were sub 100,000, I would just have made it consultants.
0: Un- understood.
1: Yeah. Okay. And business consultants whose sales have plateaued. It's it's interesting. Um, it it it's not actually Saying a negative, right? For some mm-hmm. people, that's fine. Smooth right, say, exactly. Right, yeah. it's there. Hey, listen, we're making three hundred thousand a year. There are many consultants who would be. Hey, if I got three hundred thousand every year, year over year, I'd be really happy with that number, right? So right. you're not making a you're not making a value judgment, correct? With that, and then, but the next question is, well, of course they have, or or what do you mean? Or I don't have any time, or right? If if mm-hmm. it's a prospect versus a referral partner, yeah. Right. If it's a referral partner, then you want to include. Uh, i you know when they say tell me more, and you think it's a referral partner. I, I've worked with over a thousand clients with a proprietary process that typically will get someone from the three hundred five three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars range into. And then if it's a it's mm-hmm. if it's a three quarters of a million or a million into that range, there's clearly never a promise, but my clients are always happy. Yeah, right. right. That right. that would be enough for a referral partner. Yep. Right. I hear you right. for prospect. It's listen, we, we work with you one-on-one. My guess is an overall uh, transformation of your existing systems. We'll capture what whatever we have, but within six months or a year, you'll be looking at me smiling because you will be, and then fill in the blank of, right. We will have been able to deliver this much more, but we got to start off by, by learning more. Yeah. Right. It's what, what, Now, notice what happened on the second one. And the first one, just enough information so that the person can refer you. Mm -hmm. On the second one, part of what you want to give is, well, what does it mean? You get me, right? I'm not handing you off to other. I got a proprietary system. I had people to help, but you're getting me to help you. Right. And you're going to be happy with me and the systems, (laughs) right? Because as a consultant, particularly a really good business consultant, you're selling you.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Right. And and, and, so now, and
0: and to your point, you're selling you and the credibility you bring to that project. And that you are the credibility. And so I'm starting to I'm starting to put this together, Mitchell. <laughs>
1: God, I love that. So now here's what's interesting: whether or not it is actually business consultants whose sales have plateaued. Mm-hmm. Actually, let, let's say uh, uh, we'll just i pretend I'm Scott for a second and, and I'll ask myself, what do you do? Typically, the clients that are attracted to me business consultants, business consultants whose sales have plateaued. Mm-hmm. How's that feel for you?
0: It, it feels good, actually. Uh, it, it's a way of, of articulating my value proposition that I have not used before. Um, it's, it's very authentic. I, it's very conversational. I know I would say that. Um, and in saying it, I don't feel like I am starting to even approach an offer. Or approach a sales conversation. I, I just me don't need to, and you so actually yeah.
1: never need to in that first conversation, right?
0: No, I, and I agree. But so often, you know, even even in the introductory conversations with someone, where the goal is not even to to start to even process is there a sales opportunity. The the true authentic goal is I want to meet this person and find out who they are and what they do, and maybe there's a way we can work together in the future or refer each other. But that's secondary. Even still, when I'm articulating my value proposition, I do feel like, oh, this sounds like I'm about to go into my, into my presentation. This is a way to not do that. This is a way for me to um, help them back into uh, asking me the question of their own accord, but also give them clarity on who I serve and how without having to present anything.
1: And, and here's where it gets really interesting, Scott. You've already given them the end result. Right. right. And tell me more. You've given them the end result. And then they say, and if they want to go further and you're actually at a networking event, now you do your close, but the close is, hey, let's get time on the calendar. Right. Yep. Yeah. Hey, listen, I want to make sure, and particularly if you're a good connector, mm-hmm. you've already looked around the room and once you know somebody else's CPOP, because when you listen to them, you know what they're you, right. you you, could, you can listen to their seat. Once you know that, you know who else to recommend them to. Listen, there's somebody else in the room I want you to meet. Can we schedule time on the calendar? Well, I'll go through that in detail in a more private setting. In mm-hmm. the meantime, there's somebody I want to introduce you to, and they're, they're free at the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That's right. great. Oh,
1: well, so one I'll leave you with one last thing, and and particularly the audience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Once you articulate your CPAP, What's interesting is you need to wear those lenses and now look back at how you show up asynchronously. So yeah. look at your website, look at LinkedIn, in your case, LinkedIn, right. or look at wherever else you show up on social media. If somebody Googled your name and did research on you, are they going to get reinforcement around your CPOP? Now, in most cases, the answer is not really. They have to dig really deep to see it. Right. So fix it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's good. Just gives you a compass, gives you a compass to, yeah. to evaluate the stuff you're doing.
0: Yeah. No, that's fantastic. You know, the, the other thing you, you asked the question um, separately, this is somewhat tangential to our conversation here, but but not really. You asked me the question, you know, do I work with newbies, et cetera? I have. Um, but the reason I even bring that up is because my value proposition, what I what I would normally say when someone says, Well, what do you do or who do you serve? I would say, you know, I work with independent consultants who want to, blah, blah, blah. Right? It would be my value proposition. But my value proposition, in its in its current form, as it was, or as it is, it did not delineate between it, did not disqualify newbies. But in so many ways, my CPO statement does. Right? I work with business consultants whose sales have plateaued which it's just it's just it's just language but it's important language because now it, that implies that I'm working with established business consultants who have been selling for a while long enough for their sales to have plateaued right and so it's a small thing but it's an important thing to me because so so often I'm not able to or I have not been able to adequately disqualify certain segments of my marketplace because my value proposition initially, you know, when it comes out initially is too broad. The, it's funny that with four words or five words or whatever it is, I've been able to narrow down the focus even more. So thank you.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. You got six words. There are two things to say. One, one observation and the other uh, follow through. Yeah. You said I work with, so you want to make sure you have, you have to figure out how to, how to move that out of the.
0: Right. Well, this is, this is uh, the clients that are typically attracted to me, right? This is the, yeah. the yeah, setup right. language. All right? Yep, yep. So that's what
1: I need to be saying. Yeah. And and this was really interesting. Um, you had said that you, you don't want to work with newbies. So here's what's interesting. If somebody is listening to you and they say, oh, all yeah, right, yeah, I've got a friend who's just starting their business. Do you work with them? Having a place to, to suggest they go. Of course. No, that's not really the client base I work with. I would suggest doing exactly. or talking to yeah. Right. That's where you find a good strategic partner that yep. really does want to work. And typically anyone who's doing CRM work, where the CRM work is more about the service they provide, right, mm-hmm. than the actual SaaS-based solution. Those are good prospects for, for, for new startups. Right. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Anyway. that's great. Yeah, those are great notes. So thank you. That's excellent. Um I, I want I want to do two things in the next segment here. Um first thing I want to do is I want you to talk about credibility nation and what you've developed and what you've created and what's kind of what's available. Um, and then in so doing the second part of that, because of the nature of the people who are, who are listening to the podcast, they are, they are business consultants. Uh, the vast majority are, and you're in that realm too. And you are, you know, considering all the work you've done, right. CEO networking groups, uh, starting companies, publishing hundreds of books, uh, this is a space that you're very familiar with. I'd love for you to talk about um, maybe how your current uh, business is architected, uh, kind of, and you know, not asking you to give away any secret sauce, but just general structure of your business. Because I know one of the questions I get so often that that you're going to be far more qualified to answer than me is how should I structure my business? Should I have a group coaching program? Should I have an online membership program? Should I do a course? Should I just do one-on-one? And these are all great questions. And of course the answer is never yes or no necessarily. Um, But I always find it's interesting to profile my guests and just learn a little bit more about the architecture of their business. So that's secondary. Uh, First tell us a little bit about what's going on with credibility nation and what, what you've developed. So
1: what, Thank you for that question. What came out of the interviews, and it was somewhere around 95% of the way through, okay. is when I kind of woke up and realized, hey, I have a superpower of helping people with their clarity, mm. right? And, and then I thought, well, is that just me? And I realized that this is a teachable skill. If mm. it's a teachable skill, then the obvious conclusion is we've been taught wrong. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Because if 98% of people cannot articulate their their purpose in 10 words or less, it simply means that we're not taught to do it in a way that allows us to to easily create a playground where people can Mm -hmm. see where we play. Right. So what I ended up doing is I ended up recognizing and what what the book, the book's called Credibility Nation, Mm -hmm. um, did that first. That and then I did a TEDx. So let me tell you what the TEDx, if you're listening, the TEDx is called We Are Losing Our Humanity and I'm Tired of Watching It Happen. Wow. And the, the simple answer is, I believe if we did nothing more than act credible, we would be more humane to each other. I mean, it mm-hmm. really is that simple. So there, there are 10 skill sets associated with being credible and I don't know if there's anyone who's ever at all 10 where I'm working with a corporate culture firm now to create an assessment and a series of ongoing learning mm-hmm. uh, that, that goes with that. But even if you watch the Ted talk, you'll get a lot out of it. You know, mm-hmm. and, and so Google Mitchell Levy, Ted talk, or, or just the name uh, that I mentioned before. And you'll put, you'll put, you'll put the URL in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what I realized is, as cool as that sounds, okay, here's what it is. If we do nothing more than act credibly, we'll, we'll be more humane to each other. That sounds great. But with many people, it's too simple, it's too easy, and they don't see where they're going to make money immediately by doing some of those things. And so they're like, they they they're not society needs to change or transform. In order for us to, remember mom and grandma used to tell us all the good things we we're supposed to do, and, and but then we don't actually do them in real life. Right. By the way, right. people want them. They're they're right. smart, right? They were smart in terms of who you are and how you should act. At the end of the day, it's your relationships and the people who love you that are more important than anything else you have, right? So yep. so th- they were right. We just ignored them, ignored that. So I created this, this vehicle. Um, it's an online community called Credibility Nation. We deliver, I've had it priced out. It's just credibilitynation.com. I've had it priced out by pricing experts. And they tell me we should be charging $97 a month for the services and, and all the content we deliver. And and that said, credibility is a journey, not a destination. And I don't want somebody having to pay $1,000 a year to be on the journey of credibility. So we charge $99 a year to wow. be part of credibility nation. Yeah, that's all cool. right. And- For consultants, what's really interesting, A, you can surround yourself with other people who are on the same journey, not a place to sell. That said, I know when people meet each other and get to know each other, they may and probably will do business together. You want to do business with somebody you could shake their hand, look them in the eyes, and they say something and that's what they deliver. That's the promise Mm -hmm. of what a credibility nation is. And so what's interesting is as you learn and grow, there's two elements that I need to talk about. One I already did, which is what is credibility? And you could learn a whole lot more just from, you know, either watch, take a look at the, the book we created, Credibility Nation, or watch the, the TEDx. Mm-hmm. There's another piece that's really important. And that second piece is community. And although, you know, for instance, I have 29,000 followers on LinkedIn, that's not community. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a Facebook page group set of groups and and people follow me that's not community so the question becomes what is community and so I'm partnered with somebody else a guy by the name of Lucas Root who is focused on helping define and allow us to to deliver community because what's interesting the most successful authors I've published 750 books the most successful authors are the authors that have built a community around them. Yeah If you look at coaches and consultants that are successful, they've been able to build a community around them. So what we're doing with Credibility Nation is also helping, I call them village leaders. We're helping those people who want to run a village inside of Credibility Nation to be able to build a community around them. And so that's something we're, we're at the beginning stages of that. We're still learning and growing. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's really powerful. Cause when when that nut is cracked, I mean we have we have a framework. I know exactly what that is, and we're applying that all the time. When that nut is cracked, what people recognize if you want to be successful longer term, you want a community that continues to grow and learn from each other. That's overall the goal of credibility nation. And each of our village leaders, it's also the goal to empower them to build communities around where their areas of interest are.
0: Yeah, oh, that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, I, and I'm excited to to get plugged in and learn more too. I know we've, we've talked about that at a, at least at a high level. Um, so it, it, it sounds like the – so talk a little bit about the – I think you kind of have given an overview of it, but talk a little about the architecture of your business. And someone engages in Credibility Nation. Obviously, there's this online community piece that is growing and evolving. And there are these um, village leaders, opportunities that exist. Do you work with individuals one-on-one? Do you work with groups? Do you consult with associations or organizations? How how does your expertise um, from a Mitchell Levy standpoint get into the, the minds and hearts of those you serve?
1: Um, it's a great, it's a great question before I answer, I'm going to give you a generic answer, yeah, right? Sure. Then I'll give you a specific one. Generically, there is all these experts who are trying to tell you what to do. Oh, you need a mastermind. You need a group. You need right. this. You need that. Um, you need to be on TikTok and stand on your head and do twirls. You know, <laughs> they are giving you dubious information and it's not necessarily mischievous or malevolent. Yeah. They're doing it because they've done it in the past. It worked for some clients they've worked with. and They think it should work. It's a one-size-fits-all for everyone. Right, right, right I right. want to say for you personally, if you articulate your CPOP, which, by the way, can change over time, mm-hmm. it will almost be obvious how you serve others. Okay. Right? And so mm-hmm. you could make decisions of whether or not, in your case, you want to work with newbies or not, right? Those You're are right. clear decisions, right? Let's say yep. somebody just won the lottery and they want to work with you and they're a newbie. Do you make an exception? You know, and, and you know, those are interesting questions. Yeah, I'll right, talk about me. So, on when I work with authors, mm-hmm. uh, that's one-on-one. Now, okay. I do work with companies, but at the end of the day, it's still the it's still the author and their team. Yeah. And when we create a book, we we're not creating a history book. We're not creating a memoir. We're creating an asset that they use to help close more business. Sure. Yep. Right. So a lot of times what happens is the the book that they're creating is not one that they had envisioned in their mind. And so what I need to do is pull their genius and get them focused on where their business is going and create the book that helps get them there and right. that they then use to help populate that. So that's that would be one on one. Good. Yep. In uh with village leaders today, mm-hmm. it's still one-on-one. But what I'm doing is office hours. So every Friday, I have office hours where my village leaders can come. So that's more of a, a group learning yeah. together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Credibility Nation is we all get to we all get to learn together. So I'm, I'm using some of the asynchronous tools that we all have. So I have a YouTube channel. The YouTube mm-hmm. channel I answer it's, uh, uh, it's a series called Dear Credibility Expert. sort of like the Dear Abbey in the old days. Yeah. yeah, And I answer as many credibility questions as I can in 10 minutes once a week right so that is under the credibility nation that's under YouTube yeah right so it we do have one of the things that we do which is powerful uh, and I've got one coming up uh, not that I ever want to date stuff, but we do stuff every quarter we do a five day challenge okay mm-hmm. five day challenge is is titled um, actually what is it we just changed the title so let me let me take a look at <laughs> let me take a look at what that is the um, oh silly Mitchell. All right, being seen as credible. Four words, you think I'd be able to remember this? Okay. <laughs> so we December 6th um, uh, is is the one that's around the corner, but but what I'd say is typically the third week of the the third week of the actually, no, the third month, first week of the third month of the quarter. Yeah. Okay. Is typically yeah. the model. And here's my guarantee. And if you're a member of Credibility Nation, it's bundled in. Okay, cool. Right, so when we offer it, we you know we have a price point. Some people want to pay the price point because they don't want to join. That's okay, Um, but if you join as a as a member, and this is what our village leaders they encourage people to join their village, and then they get the five day challenge that's bundled in. In five days, I will guarantee that you will make transformation. Like if you if you're hearing my voice and you're looking at this, there's no way you can't not change a lot. Hmm. Um, And this is whether or not you're beginner or seasoned. Okay. Now, what I do, and this is an interesting sales process, and a lot of people sell this way. Mm -hmm. So we do the five-day challenge. And on day one, and I do it with a partner. um, And on day one, what I'll do is is, is we will say, listen, we're not going to try to sell you anything. We will make you an offer on day five. Mm -hmm. And now, I don't know if we'll change it this time, but last time the offer was a minute. Because there's no reason to me, I don't, I'm not a big fan of putting arbitrary, you know, time or money or all those restrictions on. I know we have to sell that. Technically, you have to sell that way. But yeah, it's simply the offer at the end is listen, if you've liked these four days, uh, Lucas Rudis, who I work with, he does Mm -hmm. um, new product development and operations for the Pokemon company. Okay. And so I said, if you've liked hanging out with Lucas and I for the last four days, we have a mastermind. Uh, here's a link to our calendar. Let's talk to see if it's a good fit for you. Yeah, you know, and and that's the sales pitch, right? And now, what's happened, Scott, with with that, is we've been running the mastermind long enough that we make true transformation. Yeah, I mean, really significant. And what I'll say is, one of the guys in the mastermind gave me another verb, and I picked up the URL. I haven't done anything with it yet. What he said is, Mitchell, as I'm sea popping. <laughs> right. And so the concept of the, the mastermind is for you to pop. right? It's, okay. it's your popping yeah. who you are, how you serve, and then how do you restructure your business and your life to make that happen? We've now taken that mastermind concept and built it into something that we're now going after junior unicorns. So it's typically wow. those companies yep. that are between five and a hundred million growing at between a hundred and a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. The CEO and the executive staff is concerned that when they no longer know the first and last name of the uh, the employees and their spouses, yeah. will the company still be credible? Right. And so we've come up with a mastermind concept for corporations that we that we help them with alignment on three different areas that are, that are really powerful for their long term growth.
0: That's fascinating. That's great. And and thank you for being so open with your architecture. I, I think it's a I mean, I think it's a great model um, and makes a lot of sense. Um, and it's always good to hear, you know, how people are, are structuring this type of business because there is no right, to your point, right? There is no right or wrong. Everybody has to find their, their own way. But also what you said, I want to go back to, because I think it's kind of bringing the interview uh, somewhat full circle here. This idea of once you get clarity on what your CPOP is, that will provide at least an indication if not extreme clarity on how, how not just who and what you're doing, right? who you know what result you're providing and who you're providing it for, but also how you should provide that result. So that's a great note too. That's fantastic. Um, we're coming up on time. It's amazing how fast the time goes. This has been a fantastic conversation. I have pages of notes once again, Mitchell, so thank you. Um, you're welcome. As we wrap up uh, I always ask this question. I'm fascinated with your career and your background to hear the answer. Um, I always ask the question about lessons learned. It can be personal or professional. Uh, you know the audience that, that is listening and, and watching here this podcast. They're, they're professional consultants. But in your experience of life, living life and running the business businesses that you run, what are the top lessons learned that you might like to uh, share in part to people listening today?
1: Hmm. You said lessons or lesson? Uh, e- either one. I, 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 I at, <laughs> first, sure, at first at sure. first I
0: kept saying lesson, and then people kept doing two or three that were really really good. So I just said it, 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 one is perfect. One is a perfect answer. Two is a perfect answer. Three is a perfect answer.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know how many I'll do, but we'll do at least one or two. So okay. so first, um, I used to always say, go through life with one mentor and two mentees, because teaching mm. is as valuable as anything else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what I say now, and I, and I have a talk I haven't, haven't given yet, but I have created a class in Credibility Nation. You should go through life with up to six sponsors, simultaneous mentors that focus okay. on different areas of making you well-rounded. And we're bundling that into uh, what we do. And it's, it's, it's focused on areas like your spiritual, your financial, mm-hmm. your, your credibility. Uh, your accountability, your mm-hmm. awareness, right? So it's areas that are important for you to focus on. So, so going through life with multiple, multiple sponsors, mm-hmm. uh, multiple uh, mentors makes a whole lot of sense. It's great. Let's do it. Let's do another one. Mm-hmm. And that is, you need to listen to your customers. <laughs> I, I know that sounds really silly, right? Particularly for consultants, the products that I deliver now many of them came from people who said, no, I'm not interested. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. So if you just say, oh, okay, I understand for you why you're not interested. What would you be interested in? Or tell me what you need that I could think about for the future. Wow. And- what, a, what a powerful question.
0: No, but see, I mean, I, I don't mean to just like stop there and I didn't mean to interrupt, but that that is... That's like lightning to my brain here because um, how often we have conversations with people who, for whatever reason, you know, it's not a fit at all. It's not the right time, whatever. And we say, OK, well, if I can serve you in the future, let me know. And, and we part as friends and all is well. But what a powerful question to be able to say, you know, thank you. I understand what, you know, help me work toward the future. What, what might you be interested in? Uh, it's just a great question.
1: Yeah, oh, you're welcome. And we'll stop with that one, but that's really the the cool part. Remember, we talked at the beginning that everyone's changing. Yeah, you're changing. The partners you work with change. Your audience keeps changing, and so as a result, you, you say, "Listen, I, I'm always have one new project and one new partner I'm working with, and they're doing something together, but we're in formulation stage." So what would be like that perfect thing we'd say and you'd go, I'm interested, or I'd like to recommend you to one of my buddies. Right? Because sometimes people are still feeling like you got your sales hat on, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that 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 what would be like that recommendation, that thing we'd build that you'd feel comfortable recommending to others. Right. right, right. And you listen, just don't add, just listen.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's tremendous. Mitchell, thank you so much for the time. I want to be sure, we've we mentioned it a couple of times, but I want to go through kind of every, all, all the different ways that people can find you, get get involved in Credibility Nation. Um, just kind of give us those key links and information
1: again, if you would. Sure. So it's it's Credibility Nation. You mm-hmm. can go to credibilitynation.com. Mm-hmm. Scott, what I promised I'd offer you and those that are listening is, is a free gift. So if you want to... Um, articulate your, your CPOP and go through that 30-minute CPOP course that we actually do charge for, yeah. but it's bundled into Credibility Nation, um, there'll be a link that you can go to that will allow you to get access to Credibility Nation between now and the end of the year that's and great. to get access to the CPOP course. And, and that would be a really beautiful, that's a beautiful way for you to at least get the, get the ball going. If you want to reach out to me it's just Mitchell Levy. So MitchellLevy.com, and, and you could book time directly in my calendar. But the coolest part, if you join Credibility Nation first, come up with a C pop and say, Mitchell, I think this is this. What do you think? So you could do it live in, in Credibility Nation or get time on the calendar. Cause I'm always happy to I'm always happy to hear people making that transition because when you get it, like mm-hmm. you got this time like Scott, we were close last time. Yeah. But you got it this time. All right. Yep. So yep. So when we talk next, I'm going to see a different person. And that's kind yeah. of cool.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And, and thank you so much for being willing to provide that. Uh, like Mitchell said, we'll be sure to include uh, the link to that free gift, which is incredibly generous. Thank you. Uh, in the show notes, so be sure to check that out and sign up for it. Uh, definitely get a copy of Mitchell's book, Credibility Nation. And um, after you get plugged into Credibility Nation, be sure to stay on as well. I'm excited to get involved too. Uh, Mitchell. Again. Thank you so much for the time. really appreciate uh, you being willing to be on today.
1: My pleasure this was uh, this was fun and I appreciate your it's always I appreciate you sharing uh, your learning with your audience life and that's yeah. there's nothing better than that. so thank you.
0: Absolutely. Well we always have uh, I certainly always have plenty to learn, especially from fantastic guests like you. so thank you for walking me through that and yes. Uh, it was somewhat of an aha moment this time. Uh, I just needed that second exposure and that direct walking through it. But I've got my notes here and, um, and looking forward to putting it into play.
1: Cool. So. Cool. I love that. Thanks Very so good. much, Scott.
0: Thank you, Mitchell. Well, nice for nice consulting with authority, this is Scott Cantrell wishing you all the best of success. Thank you for listening. I hope you got a ton of value out of this episode. And before we go, I want to thank the sponsor of our show, Smart Solutions Media. Smart Solutions Media empowers business owners, consultants, and other independent professionals to easily attract better prospects and transform them into long-term clients. If you're a B2B consultant or service professional and would like to start filling your pipeline with better quality prospects, visit us on the web at smartsolutionsmedia.com to learn more about what we can do to help you. Be sure to complete this short two-minute accelerated growth scorecard you can find on the website and you'll receive a complimentary strategy session where we'll give you specific insights and recommendations to help you attract high value clients. Until next time, make sure you are consulting with authority.